Hey, everybody. Welcome to Podcasting for Humans. Honest conversations about podcasting problems. Every week, a different podcaster brings a podcast problem, struggle, or doubt to the table, and we process it together. I'm Richard Clark. I'm the owner of Area Code Audio, a podcasting agency that helps people, organizations, and brands build trust and loyalty through the medium of podcasting. And my guest today is Jans. Jans is a uh, Grammy-nominated producer, musician, and writer. I'm a big fan of his music, and now I'm, I'm excited to announce that he has also been working on some podcasts with some people, which is exciting. Welcome, Jans, to the show. Hey, hey, hey. Thank All right. You. So tell me about what podcast you want to talk about today. Uh, mainly, I have I have two podcasts that I'm kind of focused on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is called Divorce Talk with uh, Angie Day, who's uh, a co-worker of mine, a mm-hmm. uh, vocal instructor, who's also a bit of like a a counselor for, for kids and, you know, um, life coach kind of personality. So she a lot of people go to her for advice uh, with her experience. She comes from a Christian background, so a lot of her talking points do relate to the church. And then another one I have is called, it was called Bad B. I don't know if we can say the B word, but Bad B is doing business. <laughs> That's cool. And yeah. Uh, yeah, completely different type of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I love the yin and yang of those. They things. decided to go with a different name. Okay. <laughs> they say, you know, maybe that, that name is too... Uh, too volatile or whatever i don't know but they decided to go i can't remember what they decided on or if they have yet but they are going to go with a different name for their podcast and that's mostly dealing with sort of uh young to middle-aged black women starting businesses in in the city um uh-huh. you know in other cities as well so just talking about um and they're part of the organization that all of these are, are, are my coworkers, and they're just in a different branch that is focused on um black called the black business incubator okay so they have they kind of have startup companies that have been helped by the um organization that i work for called amped awesome so the big thing is like you're a producer like it doesn't sound like you're hosting any of these right you are you're producing sort of behind the scenes on these two podcasts is that the idea right i'm just i'm producing them yeah yeah so what do you like about doing that? Like what, what excites you about doing that work and, and about these two particular podcasts? Well, I feel like for me, it's mainly a technical aspect of it being that, uh, you know, i worked as an engineer producer at AMP. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm mainly doing it as part of my job, which is to kind of help uh, people create podcasts and, you know, music initially, like music's focus is the focus of AMP, but we also yeah. do podcast since it's popular and we have a studio so i mainly came went into it it's like i have never recorded a podcast before or mm-hmm. produced a podcast so it's more of a technical side of it but i have you know got interested in the content um of the podcast um i've been married for you know since 2008 mm-hmm. so you know the podcast she has about divorce talk is really helpful being married like oh these are some things to avoid this is what other people are going through and uh it's so far it's been pretty 
interesting just sitting and listening to these podcasts and the guests that they bring in uh, for the divorce talk. And then the uh, second podcast about black women in business. Mm -hmm. It's mainly been two uh, co-hosts doing yep. that podcast and they, they're pretty interesting and funny. So yeah, it's a, it's been a good experience. Awesome. So tell me about like what the problem is you're, you want to talk through. Dealing with how to create content that's interesting and entertaining with a podcast mm -hmm. without like being cheap or, you know, intentionally salacious, yeah. you know, or like sensationalist. Um, I think that's something that they both kind of, um, more so the divorce talk Miss Angie, she, she kind of wants to be responsible right. with the content yeah. that she's putting out regarding divorce talk. Um, but at the same time, she wants it to be like interesting and like, um, inviting for people, um, that may be interested in it and catching, you know, catch their attention in this like, you know, generation where it's just kind of hard to catch people's attention without clickbait stuff. Yeah. That tension between what's entertaining and what's uh salacious is like a like or what is it like you don't want to be too salacious you don't want to be too boring and that is a hard line to walk and yeah I'm, I'm curious do you feel like both of those this is almost a loaded question but like between those <laughs> two podcasts is does like one lean in one direction and one lean in the other yeah yeah i feel like the black women doing business podcasts as i said they're they're, they're kind of more fun and you know uh, -huh. uh kind of more free free willing yeah um as far as the content that they talk about, they talk about, you know, a lot of things from sex to like, you know, just haters. And so it's, it's automatically kind of have this, you know, uh -huh. very uh, fun aspect to it. So I think it'll probably be a little easier maybe mm -hmm. to once they actually uh, get some clips to put out. Uh, but they also want to make sure that people get the heart of their content, right. that it's aimed at like, helping young black women like you know develop a mentality of like owning their business or so on and so forth so they still don't want to be like too like oh we're just you know trying to get clicks you know yeah. i feel like there's really a solution for this and it's an easier said than done solution but it's sort of like aiming for like a truthful connection with the audience solves for both of these things like um you know what i mean like if you're thinking yeah, about yeah. how do we make something if you're sort of consciously thinking how do we make this interesting for people i think that is yeah. one side of the thing that's like um it can turn into that salacious thing where you start doing like um coming up with sort of these sort of yeah. off the wall ideas or, or sort of clickbaity ideas like you mentioned that can feel a little bit mm -hmm. forced or um or yeah. performative inauthentic yeah inauthentic is right yeah on the other end the boring thing all that is, is people sort of holding their cards a little too close to the chest. And this is honestly in my world, mm, what I deal yeah. with the most is like people get in front of a yeah. mic and they sort of start thinking about the audience and freezing up a bit. And I think those are the two sides yeah. where you either freeze up or you're overly performative. And both of those are just the lack of human connection <laughs> with the audience thinking of the audience as yeah. just another person yeah. as opposed yeah. to like someone you have to impress you know that makes a lot of sense yeah and i honestly don't think these two podcasts have that problem so much uh-huh i think even with miss angie with like her her being responsible with her content she's very much like raw in a lot of ways huh, where, interesting you know she 
she encourages people to like, you know, because she talks about her ex-husband and it's but it's not anything negative or like, you know, it's just very like respectful. Yep. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a truthful way of like, hey, and then she have she brings her. um Her son in to speak and, you know, he he has a moment where he he tells his mom something she didn't know. Huh. And it's very emotional. Huh. And. She she apologizes to him, you know, on the on the on the episode. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, because she didn't she didn't know that she had, uh, you know, offended him when he was a kid with with something she said. So, huh. yeah, I think maybe we could market that. I don't know how that how that would work, like an emotional type, you know. Yeah, it sounds like it's more of like a framing problem, almost like. Um yeah like letting people know that this is happening <laughs> in the podcast you know is maybe yeah. the primary yeah yeah issue and that is tricky like you said like it's tricky when it, the more personal it gets the trickier it is to put it out there in easily accessible fashion you know yeah. one of the benefits of podcasting yeah. is that you yeah. can sort of safely have those conversations and feel like people are going to be conscious of the context and there with you and just as invested in the conversation. And the minute you slap that moment onto a TikTok reel or something, it starts to feel yeah, a little yeah, cheap. That's different. That's something that you deal with with art, with any art, you know, with music yep. and, and stuff like that. So uh yeah, I think I think they're okay. I think the main thing is maybe expectations too, as far as what uh what are we looking to accomplish or achieve? or do with this podcast uh, to keep it going. Or like if, if there's a certain goal that people should look before they determine whether a podcast is being successful, how much Mm -hmm. should you invest in it monetarily? um, You know, how, what, what should your expectations and goals be when you're working on a podcast? Um, Because I do feel like uh, a lot of people see podcasts on, you know, social media and they say oh this person has made this much money doing the podcast or they've gotten this much success or reached this many people um and they might have ideas about what they may be able to accomplish and there doesn't seem to be many uh i would say there doesn't seem to be a lot of information out there as far as like a guideline to like to success for podcasting Mm -hmm. so kind of in a, a shot in the dark with um creating a podcast and trying to be successful with it. Are you guys trying to achieve that sort of mainstream kind of success or is there something else that's the goal for you all? Yeah, I I think that's what they ultimately would like for this podcast to, to go as far as it can go. I don't think they're just kind of making a podcast uh, to, to vent or to, uh, you know, just something to do. I think both, both instances, they're wanting this to be, uh, they wanted to get it to where, okay, this is, you know, syndicated or whatever. How I don't know the proper terminology, but it is like on a p- major platform. Um, on a network or something. And a lot of people listen to it. Yeah. Where it is popular. And, you know, we do have thousands of, of listeners. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be the goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I, my thing is, like, I'm constantly confronted with people who have those kinds of goals. And it is hard because... Like you said, it's not just a shot in the dark. It's like a shot in the dark towards something <laughs> very far away and very small. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a very <laughs> unlikely 
goal these <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah. It's kind of like I mean, yeah. you're familiar with, you know, I mentioned you're Grammy nominated. Like you, uh, you're in the music business, and you know personally how difficult, yeah, it is to become, um, yeah, yeah, successful in the music business. And podcasting is very similar in 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 a couple ways. One is like there's not really a great infrastructure <laughs> for like recognizing good stuff. It's it has a lot more to do with sort yeah. of platform and luck. I feel like are the really the two factors out there. Um, in a, and that yeah. that's with yeah that's with hard work as a baseline, right? If you're not doing it well, you're Let, never got a lot of hard it. work. Yeah, <laughs> if you're not doing it well and consistently, you're mm. never gonna make it. Mm. And then on top of that, you have to be lucky and or have a platform and sometimes both. Um, but also like just like in the in the music world, like you have to plug away for a really long time um before yeah, you yeah. really start to see growth sometimes and that's you not can. always the case but i feel like it can be so one of the things i always encourage people to do is think about short term like other goals <laughs> you know like things that would actually make them feel like this yeah. is worth doing um in the meantime yeah. um have you all talked about those kinds like, well, of... Well, what would one of those goals be? Yeah. Okay. So let's say you have a business, right? Okay. You're talking about you work for Amped. Right. I mean, Amped is the kind of organization that needs a lot of things. It needs donors. It needs clients. It needs, you know, it needs those sorts of things. So one of the goals could be for Amped to get something out of it, right? To get people invested in the mission of Amped, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's the, a good... Yeah. The other is you mentioned, I think that Angie is a counselor, like, does she want to get counseling clients yeah. from this? Um, it's a pretty good way mm. to accomplish that goal. I think, um, because yeah. you're getting yeah. people not only familiar with and aware of you, but familiar with how you do things. And so that's where, like one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is the people who listen to it know exactly how I think and what I'm about. And so when they become my clients, mm. they're my favorite clients, you know, because they get it inherently because mm, they already have, they already know. Yeah. Yeah. Like your background and which, how you, I think. Right. Yeah, so there's no world where I expect this podcast to like pop off at some point. Right. Like it's, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen mm. because the, you know, it's such a niche thing anyway, but, um, but more importantly, like I think um, mm -hmm. in the meantime, the people who do get it, you know, maybe they'll want to work with me and we can work together in that way. And, um, that's really helpful. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It also just allows me an opportunity to have these conversations with people, which I really value and think is. Yeah. I think it's beneficial for networking and also like, I guess, time stamping and sort of putting your meetings with people, um, in sort of a, you know, a file to where it's like, okay, yeah. this, this conversation we had with this person here. Uh, whereas a lot of times you have a meeting, like we could have talked on the phone and had this conversation right? and just forgot everything we talked about, <laughs> right. but it's like, now we have something that we can go back and like, Oh yeah. Like, um, we talked about this at this time, or this was a good yeah. conversation on this topic. Um, yeah, I can see that. And I, I feel like that's similar to music in a lot of ways where I think somebody was saying music now is just in a lot of ways, an advertisement for something else. Mm, so yeah. if you have, a good song um it's an advertisement for um some merchandise or clothing or you know a brand you yeah. know it's like you might be a brand yourself to where you can you have a podcast but maybe you're also on tiktok doing this thing too and that 
you know, playing your clips from your podcast, but you're a brand now. So you, you're, you're getting into other things and now you're a speaker at this event, you know, and your podcast was just sort of a segue uh-huh. into that thing okay i want to ask you kind of a pointed question yeah. because you're someone you're someone who is a musician and i think you're very like you, you are focused on the artistry i've even seen you i've seen you write about this at times like you're very good at what mm-hmm. you do and you do it because you love it you love the art of music right um and so yeah how do you feel about that idea that music is, and I'm asking this in a self-interested way because I agonize over this a lot um, yeah. as someone who really just wants to make good podcasts. That's the reason I'm in this business. But I am telling yeah. people like you want to, a lot of people will feel like it has to be worth it, quote unquote. It sort of begs the question, yeah, are we yeah. not doing this for its own sake? Is that not enough? For its own sake. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, man. I think I agree with you. But I'm also sensitive to the fact that, you know, you know, we got to eat, you know, and, you know, it's <laughs> right. like you, you yeah. have to do stuff f- for money, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, um, like I do music because I, the ironic thing is I, I can't like, you know, even looking at the Grammy situation. Right. Yeah. Um, like for me, it's like, you know, to be successful at music is kind of weird because. I can't do music while having an, like a goal of being successful. Like when I'm making a song, mm-hmm. I'm making something that I feel like a lot of times is not worth it. If, if you were talking about money, because yeah. it's like, this is a complete waste of my time. If my goal is to be successful and make money. Yeah. Cause most of the time, the stuff that I really enjoy creating is not going to make a dime, you uh-huh. know? Uh-huh. And so I feel like, you have to have that because ironically enough, that mentality, if you do reach success, it's going to be because of that. It's going to be because you had this idea to keep going and plugging away at something, regardless of if money is going to come from it or not. Yeah. And um, ironically, that puts you in a position to to kind of be successful at it because you'll just you'll be good at it. So right. if the opportunity does present itself, it's like, oh, wow, like this guy. It's really good at this. We'll have him do this. And um, and then everybody will like, I feel like everybody will be like, yeah, he actually is good at that. So yeah, like, you know, give him that thing, you know? <laughs> so in so your- I think that same way could apply to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really good. And, and it's, um, man, it, it, there's so much to take away from that. Um, even applied to podcasts because I think that the podcast world is in a funk right now because it does this thing where it gets into this mode of like, how do we become successful? And it applies that to the creation piece, to the creative Mm. piece Mm. of making a podcast. Yeah. And that I think may work short term, but I think long term it results in a lot in a whole glut of like fine podcasts. And I struggle with this. That really, that, that really stuck out to me. You saying like, you can't think about that when you are making music because I think like that create that, like that's um, establishes a really interesting and I think helpful model, which is sort of simple, but also really helpful because it's just drawing a line between when you think about what is going to work and what isn't where you don't think about that in the moment you're creating, but when you're promoting, when you're building on, when you're marketing, Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Think about the successful piece. 
it is a cognitive dissonance that you have to have in a sense yeah of like i must turn this part of my brain off when i'm on the marketing side you know yeah and then i'm gonna shut the marketing side of my brain off when i'm creating and i think um that's been something that's hard been hard for me to do but it's like you know, at 38, I'm like, I'm, I think I'm getting the hang of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I think, I think like when I look back, the stuff that I'm happiest with is, is the things where like even the conversations on the show that I'm happiest with are sort of the riskiest in terms of the big point. <laughs> like the point of this podcast is uh, frankly uh. to get myself more money, <laughs> to get myself, to make my career sustainable <laughs> yeah. long-term. Right. Yeah. But, but when I right. know that in in these conversations, when I am talking, not not when I'm talking about it, but when I am thinking about that in these conversations and trying to make that happen, it's pitiful. It's gross. It doesn't feel good, and it doesn't it, the <laughs> yeah, audience. Yeah. I don't think likes doesn't like it as much either. Yeah. And so I think like yeah. instead like having these sort of risky conversations where you're almost ignoring that or or almost daring it to fail. Um, because it's interesting, yeah. at least that way, you know. Yeah, I like that. That brings the back. That's true. I think that that is maybe like the biggest solve for. I I thought I had the solution in the beginning. I did not. You actually did, which is like this. That's yeah. the solve for your podcast, right? Which is like actually forget <laughs> about what's gonna be successful for the podcast and just like have an interesting conversation, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. And and it's tough because I feel like. No, go ahead. I mean, I realized I said have an interesting conversation no. as an answer to how to have an interesting conversation. <laughs> so I just stopped myself as like, well, that's the worst. That's terrible advice. But what I really mean is like, do the thing that feels like forget all of that other saying. stuff and like lean into the audience and like, who are you really talking to? I feel like this is a thing I've really struggled with in like organizations is like having business goals weighed in and just like mess everything up. Like I've been working on something I'm deeply excited about and have a vision for, and then a business goal will come in and go, what about all of this stuff? And that will mess with the thing. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, that's a real mistake for everybody. Like it's bad for everyone. And I think increasingly, for people like you and I who are working sort of with both in mind um, where, yeah. and I think increasingly people are like they're everyone's in a place now where they're having to certainly podcasters who like do their own thing or help other people do their own thing are having to think about how do we make this sustainable? And I do think it's really important to, yeah, yeah. to draw that line in your head between what is, what is the business of this and what is the art of this? And um, I'm kind of inspired mm -hmm. by the conversation we're having to like be more stringent about that line and maintaining that wall, you know. You know, and again, I'm, I'm you know I'm not a super expert. I think I have I've had opportunities to do things where I look back and I'm like, um, yeah, I missed this opportunity because I might have been too like art focused, or mm -hmm. I missed that, um, you know, which would have been a good you know, it would have been a good opportunity for me to like, uh, kind of be where I am maybe sooner. Um, but I might've been, you know, too art focused at the time to really, um, so I think there's a balance. Hmm. I really do feel like marketing is, is an important part of, of, you know, all of this. And, 
understanding the business side of things and and not feeling so like not having that feeling of um being cheap or feeling uh sleazy for trying to put your work out there yeah because there's a lot of people who i think the, some of the most gifted people are people who can do that like my friend pat jr he's so good at like marketing mm. to where it's like he never feels like he never feels any type of way about like He's like, no, man, like I, we, we, you know, that's uh, the guy I won the Grammy with. Like, no, I won a Grammy. Like, I'm going to, you know, this is going to be, you're going to know I'm Grammy Pat from now on, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Grammy nominated Pat Jr. Uh -huh, you know, and it's yeah. like, it's going on all my social media. I'm making all this content about this and like, but it, it showed me too, like, um, it, people don't really care. You know, you it's, it's all internal. A lot of times when we feel like this, because people, yeah. Um, you might be, you might've tweeted like 30 times and then people have only seen once to know like, Oh wow, that dude did this. Yes. And so it doesn't, it really is about your intention. A lot of times I might feel kind of, uh, weird about something and it's because I am being weird about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I am kind of like subconscious about, dang, I really do want money. And it's like, you're not uh, being honest with yourself about it. Like, <laughs> I really do want to be successful and I'm just not coming to grips with myself with that reality. Like, yeah, I do need, because you'll say things and not to say that it's not true, but it's not 100% like how you feel. You might say, I only do this for the love yeah. um, of, of art. I only do this for the love of music. Uh, but that can't possibly be 100% true. Uh -huh. You know, it's like, there's, there's aspects of it where you do want attention or you do want, people to like what you're doing so i think coming to grips with that and uh it'll make you less like you know weird about well hey um also um you know i got this thing going on over here guys like i want y'all to know this specific thing yeah and, and not trying to pretend like you're you know don't care yeah so let's uh, let's apply this to the podcast you're working with so you've got divorce talk you've got Bad bees doing business. Is that what it's called now? Or it's called something else? They're gonna change the name because they they feel okay. like having the B word and it was uh you know. <laughs> yeah. When you're talking about music and like promoting your own music, it's really what you're working against is I guess it depends on the music. And I guess this is true about podcasting too. It depends on the podcast. But in your scenario, like one of the issues is probably around like, how do I feel promoting this like highly personal moment sort of out of context in this way, you know? Um, and, and can we, mm. can we like get people to understand just how deeply, uh, impactful this conversation would be without listening to the 45 minute episode or something? Um, like that, that mm. is a real challenge. Yeah. There's just something like uniquely difficult about that task you know articulating like mm -hmm. why this is a powerful thing yeah I, I i feel you on that like trying to trying to like in a in a small segment of the podcast like this is what we're about mm -hmm. like this is uh what this represents um i think yeah i do feel like because we had a moment and i'll bring i'll talk about this moment in divorce talk where we had a guest on there who was a male um older guy yeah and he said he made a statement where he was like, because he was a supervisor and he said he feels like when he meets a man, he says he knows 
how a man will be, what type of man he's going to be by the time he's like 15, 16. Huh. He was like, men don't change. Huh. And he was like, well, women, it's different. Women will keep changing throughout life and they'll, you know, have an epiphany or whatever and go back to school and do this. Whereas men, they're going to be who they are. Uh-huh. And so I was like, man, that's a good segment to like, you know, promote, even though it's not really the overall, but yeah. I'm like, that was a hot take, you know? And I was yeah. like, I don't know if I agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I agree with that, but, um, it's a good hot take to take out because, um, you know, but it was like, but it was a thing of like, is it a little like trying to feed into the gender war thing? Cause it's not completely uh-huh. what the podcast is about, but it was like enough to like, okay, this might piss somebody off enough to where they might just want to tune in yeah, just, just to see, but will it, will it cause somebody to tune in, you know, These or will the- they just be mad about that segment? What was your host's reaction in the moment? to that opinion she was just like she didn't necessarily agree yeah well she she didn't know how to feel about it did she engage it in the she, moment? she felt like he was she felt like he was speaking for women mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. where she was like hmm i don't know she was like i don't know if you could say that about yeah women yeah. he wasn't really concerned too much about what he said about men she was like uh, yeah. i don't know you know maybe i've seen some women who haven't changed or, or whatever but yeah. it was interesting because she didn't, but she, she was also like, yeah, this is a good part of the podcast to put out to like, just see what other people think. Here's my thing on that is like that moment, like what makes that even more interesting is the back and forth about that. These are the kind of the micro decisions that you make when you're publicizing a podcast. And the, the tension is you are on the one hand trying to get people to care at all. <laughs> and that's where the provocativeness is really yeah. useful, but you also are trying to get people to understand whether or not it is a podcast that is for them. Podcasting. I feel personally yeah. that is more important than almost any art form for them to go. Oh, this is for me. Like I think for music, you, yeah. you might disagree. I think that's a big piece of music as well, but to a lesser extent, because frankly, I sample so much random music that I know for a fact is not for me. Like, and sometimes we'll get really yeah, into it, yeah. even though I know absolutely it's not for me. Like that happens to me all the time. Yeah. I think for podcasting, it's even more important to make um, that connection with people that, and, and have them understand, Oh, this is for me and more important not yeah, to scare them away if it's not for me. And so I think showing that back and forth, helps preserve sort of the identity of the podcast and the audience for that podcast. Her sort of coming back and saying, I'm not sure I agree with that articulates what whoever's watching Mm -hmm. that clip would have been thinking and that ideal audience, what they would be thinking. I think that is actually the the kind of thing that could sell someone on the podcast. And it's it's also has the ability, the, the additional bonus of like being, controversy you know it like it presents controversy in yeah it's really yeah. valuable i think yeah i i, I thought so too i felt yeah. like this would be a good like way to kind of get people to you know um uh, take sides on something and like oh i want to hear this just to see what conclusion they came to or mm-hmm. or, or what else this guy has to say you know because right. he had a lot of other like interesting things yeah. to say yeah. i think that was a good example and and then in the other podcast they have a lot of moments where we're trying to figure out if it's oversharing or not, just uh-huh. because um, it, it does 
they have a lot of moments where they're like, ah, you know, let's take that one out. Uh (laughs) We'll go back and listen to it. And she's just like, you know what? No, like, I think Rick might not like that. Let's take that out. You know, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a hard one. It's like when people bringing up other people. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That is that is so difficult. And I um, it is hard to know that line without, frankly, without just asking um, the other people, like, are you okay if I say this? And and having an understanding. If I say this, yeah. And that's tricky because like I think what that does a lot of times is messes with the vibe of the podcast when you're beating around the bush a lot um and people yeah. can tell but especially if you're not saying it. And what I would say for that scenario, right? Is like get into mm-hmm. a habit of talking about it on the podcast. Like a lot of times I think mm. um I think people try to beat around the bush and hide that they're beating around the bush, right? But people understand, like, yeah, I can't yeah, talk yeah. about this because my husband would be furious if I talked about it, but um, it happened. Yeah. I don't know. And sometimes that's easier said than done. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, why are we listening to yeah. the podcast? Because we want to hear stuff we can't normally hear mm-hmm. in a normal conversation. So yeah. if we're afraid to go beyond normal conversation, then, yeah, it is going to be hard to to get people to if they can feel like they can just go to any conversation that talk to you personally or whatever, um, yeah. and get the same information. So I do feel like podcasts have that. Uh, when I listen to a podcast, like I think recently I, when I listened to a podcast, um, I think it was like, I don't know. Uh, was it Mason Cameron or something? <laughs> it's like they got a podcast uh-huh. and, uh, and they were just talking about, uh, well, yeah, Cameron was talking about how he shot his shot at like Nia Long. Um, after she, uh, after she was her husband, the basketball coach was cheating on her. And it was just like, you know, it was one of those moments where it's like (laughs) only on a podcast could he admit that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but I feel like that's, you do kind of have to like, I don't know. Podcasts are kind of, so I see why you're in a podcast because they do kind of have that sacred space of like, I don't know. It almost feels like confession or something or, uh, where it's like, Hey, we can, we can go play, we can go there right yeah. now because we have you know the podcast mic <laughs> so i always tell people that it, like what you're trying to simulate is like a coffee shop conversation with your dearest closest friend but it's a little different than that because there's almost an element like what you're articulating there's almost an element of like a dare um like a truth or dare kind of dare uh, yeah. um where it's like truth yeah dare. yeah it's a truth yeah. but you know what i'm saying like you are daring someone to go a little further <laughs> than they normally would in like a one-on-one conversation with your they friend. normally would if i'm just sitting here talking to you about like stuff everyone already knows that's not interesting but if i'm talking to you about something that hopefully uh, everyone deals with but no one talks about and i'm able to articulate it in a new and interesting way like that's the dare that's the fundamental dare that we're all trying to to do and it is a totally different thing for every podcast ideally right like the unique thing that everyone's trying to say so for instance podcasting for humans i'm every episode i'm trying to get to a place where no every podcaster that's listening is going okay finally someone articulated the thing that i have been struggling with in podcasting and frankly sometimes like i don't think i get there but i think there are times when we do and it's really satisfying when that happens and i think that's the end of the rainbow for every podcaster that's a great point because it reminds me 
it reminds me a lot of like documentary filmmaking because sometimes I'm watching a documentary and I'm just like, how did they get mm-hmm. these people who went through this traumatic experience to come in here and talk? And it's almost like they've been wanting to say this, yes. but there's not been a platform or any way they can do that. Yep. And so I feel like podcasting kind of has that similar kind of space where it's like, because I've seen it with uh, Miss Angie's kids and her nephew came in and they were just talking about stuff that she just didn't know or like they don't. You know, even my coworker, her parents, uh, she brought in another one of my coworkers who's younger. She's like 19. And her yeah. mom, um, who also works at AMP, she had gone through a divorce. And so um, she got her comfortable enough to come and talk about, you know, her mom's divorce on the podcast. And I just, you know, you just don't feel like that conversation would have been able to to have been had outside of that, um, you know, arena of podcasting. So. Yeah, I think that's the strength of podcasting. That's like the ideal guest is a guest that comes in and they seem like they have been waiting to talk about this for their whole life. And um, those conversations are amazing to get on mic and even more amazing for other people to hear because it makes them feel less alone and like informed on like what life can be like sometimes. And it also makes them feel more comfortable to share too. Like, yes, um, what they might have gone through with somebody else you know so yep i think it just gets people in this like mindset of like you know because even when i'm listening to these podcasts talking about divorce and things like that and, and there's things i don't talk about with my marriage like i don't mm-hmm. i'm not really open person when i talk about like my relationships and stuff so it's like yeah but even me it kind of pulls me out of that of like oh man like huh maybe i could be a guest on this podcast you know yeah um at some point and so it's very um uh, I think it's very inviting, you know, in that yeah. sense. That, that's interesting. You being a person who doesn't open up and listening to a conversation and going, maybe I could be a guest on this podcast. Yeah. That is really yeah. a little bit mind blowing in some ways. Like, where does that come from? What, what makes you have that mindset? Um, I think because they're being vulnerable and they're talking about like, I think I can imagine it's hard to talk about your ex-husband yeah right in front of your kids in a public way you know and then have your kids kind of like talk about because she asked the question she was like what are some things do you feel like i could have done better yeah you know to make the marriage work yeah and or to you know or or to handle the divorce better me and the kids and you know where her son was basically talking about their dad and how his dad made him feel after the divorce so they were always with their mom and so they it kind of made them feel like they didn't have much of a dad anymore at that point. I think, man, that's really vulnerable. I know it took a lot for them to like talk about that. And I just can't imagine them being able to in normal conversation. Right. <laughs> speak about that. But it's like it made me feel like, OK, this might be a safe uh, space, you know, non judgmental space. Yes. You know, where people would understand and be like, oh, OK, uh, we get it, you know. <laughs> it, yeah. it does make you feel that way. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this was helpful for your goal of helping, helping this podcast. Yeah, man. I mean, I think we, one of the things we're taking away from this conversation is just how many answers there are to like, what is interesting, which is actually a pretty go- broad <laughs> category. The yeah, concept of yeah, interesting yeah. is pretty broad. I think it's interesting because like this idea that you have to be clickbaity or salacious to draw people in. I think you really just have to connect with people. It's fundamentally about helping people understand we get it. 
we're we have similar things in common and we're going to connect over those things and once you do that i think a lot a lot happens yeah i agree well Jans, thank you so much for coming on the show this has been awesome divorce talk is that out there can people listen to it yeah yeah i'll share a link with you that you probably post uh, once you put this out sweet um along with the podcast but yeah it's out there it's on uh she she's mostly been on facebook and instagram with it uh-huh. so um i mean that's something we probably can talk about on another podcast as far as like platforms to post on got it things yeah. kind of more like technical sides of podcasting you yeah, know distribution and stuff like that awesome so we'll we'll put a link in the show notes Jans, thanks so much for coming on and uh we'll see you later thank you yep <laughs>